0: We want to be great up front. We want to have a fast team. We certainly want to be physical on both sides of the ball. We want to have guys that are great teammates. We're going to hold our best players accountable, and that, that's what it is. We're going to drop the entitlement—not to say it was here, but that'll be a, a, a big message in the locker room. And we want to be adaptable because the things change. I mean, you know, where you're drafting from changes year to year. How you—you know—adding pieces here, there, and free agency, and you got to be flexible. So we want guys that are adaptable especially from week to week, how we got to go play the game
1: and win. That was Arthur Smith whenever he got hired as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons and talking about the identity of uh, his offense and identity really of his football team. But now, you know, you could, could take that uh, that sound right there and kind of apply it to what he is probably going to be looking for out of his offense with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dorn Dickerson, Jeff Hathorne, Nicholas Harry Callis behind the glass. Pat Bostic joins us at 7 a.m. Uh, Jeff, you know, Arthur Smith, you know, this is obviously the biggest talking point and still will be, I mean, even heading into next week and knowing what dominoes will fall underneath him and, you know, where they go in the draft, where they go in free agency, um, you know, what Arthur Smith is looking for in certain players. But, you know, all in all, his identity seems like, I mean, one, he's no nonsense and he's going to set a standard. Uh, I know the Steelers talk about the standards, the standard all the time, but I think Arthur Smith has his own standard in mind and what he's looking for in his offensive players and the type of offensive players that he wants and knowing that he has a nucleus of guys with the Pittsburgh Steelers and how to adapt to them and incorporate them in the offense as best as possible. And you know, the more and more I think about this, the more and more time that goes by, I, I, I like the move. I really do. The more and more I think about it, the more and more that you know, I listen to him talk or I read some things on him, and obviously the direct personal relationship that I do have with him, I do like this. It does check the boxes for the Steelers, but you're also getting a guy that is hungry. You know, it, this isn't a situation where, um, you know, he's just trying to hold on. He's not just trying to hang on. He's not just trying to, okay, like, I'm going to come in here and, you know, I'm going to put in a good offense and hopefully we win this year. No, this guy wants the proof that he can, you know, be in this league still. Um, you know, being, you know, I don't care what anybody says. It's embarrassing whenever you do get fired. I mean, whether you think that you did a good job or or not, now you get another opportunity. It's like, okay, like, I I need to prove that I am the guy that they thought I was whenever they hired me, and this is where I got my job to be a head coach is being an offensive coordinator. He's going to be hungry, and he's going to be willing to do whatever it takes to win. And um, the more and more that I think about it, the more and more I like it. I mean,
0: he's 41. If the the Steelers' offense stinks for the next three years, assuming that it's a three-year contract, He's probably done coaching in the NFL. Yeah. This is probably it. Yeah. Um, or if not, it's it's going to be some extreme role where he's going to have to work his way back up to being a coordinator again. I mean, this is – he knows that – he had me in that clip at accountability. Like, that comment about holding guys we're not going to have – basically, we're going to cut down on this prima donna stuff. Like, if he brings that to the room, like that, I, I – I love that, but to your point, yeah, I, he knows. He's going to be studying. He he, You know, you've said this from your interactions with him. He could have done other things in life, but he wants this. He wants to show that he can be this guy. He's going to want another chance to prove that, listen, that Atlanta situation was kind of effed. You know, I'm better than that, and it starts with this challenge, and this is a big challenge mm-hmm. that's in front of him, mm-hmm. and he's going to face, I mean, just listen. Listen to the reactions Outside Look on of here. social media. It's not popular. He's not going to be a popular guy. I mean, he's going to be working uphill the whole way. And if he can do it, man, the reward's going to be something big for him. But it's going to be – he's got a mountain to climb.
1: And so, You know, some guys – and we talked about this yesterday. Some guys aren't head coaches and they're just coordinators, and that's fine. And, and I think that Arthur Smith is a coordinator. He's an X's and O's guy. The thing about his offense and thinking about how he operates on a day-to-day basis, he makes it make sense. And thinking about last year and a guy like George Pickens and George Pickens throughout the year, a little bit he was doing a little bit of different things. You would see him line up in different spots and that, but it didn't seem like things made sense to George. And George is, I think, is a smart guy. You would know better than I would, you know, being around him and how he talks and how he operates. But in Arthur Smith's system, a guy like George Pickens will be able to line up in different spots, we will be able to motion, but it all will make sense and it will be easier on him. Right. It, it's not calculus. No, it, 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 it Like whenever you're teaching offense, you want it to make sense to your offensive players, not just your quarterback, has to be all 11 guys. A guy like George Pickens may not like this higher and may go do his research and be like, oh man, like he's not going to target me. Like they're going to want to run the football. But, uh, you know, I, I, I anticipate George being used in different ways to get himself open to run different routes to maximize his talents. Let me say this,
0: and I think people get this confused. George is not dumb. No, I and mean, people might say that because he he speaks in short sound bites, or he when they see him on camera, he's not he's not into it. I don't think he's always motivated. They've got to find the right way to motivate him to to really buy into what they're doing. I don't think he he's bought in, and maybe understandable. Maybe he looks at this and goes, "What the hell is this?" like why am i doing this why is the offense this why jet sweeps like that's our why aren't we running motion why why am i not trying to go across the seam why am i always statically lining up in the same spot where they know exactly what i'm going to do every time they it's about motivating him to buy in and that's that's one of the big respo- early responsibilities for Arthur Smith is finding whatever ticks in him and get him going, because if you could take that raw athleticism and then get him to buy – taking the next step to buy more into the offense, then he becomes really dangerous. And then you see the consistency come. I think that's part of the reason we, the quarterback plays, plays into it, the scheme plays into it, but he hasn't been – He hasn't been there all the time, and that's
1: led to some of the inconsistencies. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peter's Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Jeff, that is the exact reason why I even like this even more, because whenever Arthur Smith was an offensive coordinator with the Titans, it's like, okay, I have Derrick Henry, I have A.J. Brown, let's get a little bit out of Tannehill, let's run the football, let's create a foundation, and – you know let's go from there let's let's draw up plays let's get things working let's get guys you know excited to to run these plays then he becomes a head coach whether he failed uh, or had successes at times he was a head coach for a couple years this is why i like the situation because now he's going to go back to being an offensive coordinator arthur smith but he's not going to just draw plays up on a board he's going to ch- he knows how to challenge guys better than he did as an offensive coordinator because he was a head coach to get the most out of guys. Now, sometimes it didn't work. I get it in Atlanta. Like, I mean, they didn't win. It didn't transpire. But there were times that guys did buy in, and they did win football games. And, you know, they did play at a high level. Um, I, I think with his experience as a head coach, coming back to the Steelers offense, a guy like George Pickens, he will challenge him every single day as an offensive coordinator with the head coach mentality. That's exactly what they need. That's exactly what they need. They need somebody that will challenge them every day, but have the mindset of challenge him in Uh, uh, a bigger landscape type of lens which Arthur Smith can bring to the table instead of just being an offensive coordinator saying, we're going to run these plays and this is what's going to work and we're going to have fun doing it. No, there's going to be a little bit more psychological approach, I think, to this than people think.
0: And I think, unfortunately, we had a conversation off air, um, but Doug was saying yesterday like a guy like Hines Ward, who wasn't a great head coach in the X, was a really good coach and he could be a really good position coach. That's the type of guy that can help with that message. Oh. You know who's buddies with Mike Tomlin, Steve Smith. Yeah. Don't you, and you kind of get that sense when he's at when he visits training camps and we saw it with the Steelers. Like he's really watching. Oh yeah. Like he's in I don't know it would take too much arm twisting to say, "Hey Steve, why don't you come lead, lead this receiver group?" I don't care. They hadn't coached No. It's not about that. He, he's going to get more buy-in. Than any guy that's been coaching, than almost any guy that's been coaching fifteen years without a name.
1: You're absolutely, absolutely, absolutely right. It's not even about his his coaching experience. It's just about his presence, his voice, and him. You know, it, it's one thing whenever a guy talks, and it's like, okay, like this guy's just talking, he's trying to motivate us, yeah, like one ear and out the other. But you turn his film on, and you're like, okay, like this guy did it at a high level. Like I mean, uh, like okay, like that's that position though. That position will buy into that. We talked about this about a month ago. That, that position, if you have a former player and a guy of the caliber of Steve Smith who is absolutely no nonsense and played like that, you know, it wasn't just his mouth, he played like that physically as a little wide receiver, man, those guys would absolutely buy in. And I think you can get the most out of that group if you have a Heinz Ward or a Steve Smith or even a Randall. I'm getting excited. I know, like, me too.
0: I mean, think outside the box.
1: Go for broke on some of these
0: names. Don't just look at a guy, well, I know this person's worked with somebody and they're looking for a break. No. Mm-mm. Somewhere along the line, you got to bring in somebody, and especially, I think, at that position more than maybe any other because it is a it is a selfish position. It is a me position. Yep. It, it is all of that. But if you motivate a group,
1: it, it is a difference-making position. There are – and then Randwell's name has been brought up. And, you know, do you want to – like the Steve Smith thing I think is is brilliant. I mean, I, I think that that would, that would instantly make that room better. And like we said, like I don't care about – like Arthur Smith and, you know, other offensive staff could take care of the X's and O's. I don't think Steve Smith would even care about, okay, like, you know, I have ideas in the game plan. Yeah, he'll throw out some rock concepts or whatever, but it, it's not even about that with him. It's getting the most out of – George Pickens, who's a young receiver, getting the most out of Deontay Johnson, who's on the last year of his contract. Calvin Austin, a smaller guy, can relate to him and be like, you know what, you just got to be a dog. Like, sometimes it just takes that. You don't need the guy to go in there and, you know, design plays and have be incorporated into the offense with, uh, you know, his ideas. Man, you know, they would, but it's more about the mentality that he can bring to the room. Now, do the Steelers, would they want to go that route or would they want to go with a familiar route? Like, I mean... I know we keep throwing Hines' name out. I don't know how they feel about former players. I think he's a similar guy.
0: You could throw the same tape and say, listen, the game changed because of me. Yes. You can't block like this because of me. Yes. Like, I know what I'm talking about. And I don't know if, you know, could messages like that get stale? Sure, they could. But I don't care. Give me, like, the front end of that. And if that burns out like a rocket after a year or two, that's fine. You had the year or two to to kind of a step establish that – what needs to be established in the room that – you know, I think Allen Robinson, he's a good dude. He does things the right way. He works – like, if you would watch him in practice – I mean, this is a guy who's been in the league for over a decade. Mm -hmm. Every drill, the footwork is precise. The hustle is exactly what it needs to be. The attention to detail is amazing. But those guys, I mean – yeah, you played in the league, but what have you won? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, your, they're your they're last 1000-yard season was a while ago. I'm not going to respond. And he, he just doesn't and a coach can can do more. Like he can
1: actually punish you whereas a your teammate it's easier to tune out. I mean, if you really want to hit the, hit it all, I, I I you know, I Antoine Randall. Well, he, I do believe, interviewed as the offensive coordinator for um, that spot with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's the wide receivers coach right. for Detroit. I mean, wide receivers coach Anton Randwell, past game coordinator Anton Randwell, former Pittsburgh Steeler, former wide receiver, former quarterback in college. If you really want to hit the whole gamut of adding a, a, a integral piece, I think that he would be a fantastic guy. You'd option. have to spend for that. That's, and that, well, there, how, there's how, another, are you willing to, I mean, you got, I feel like that they're in a, they're in a place where I don't think money can be an option, right? Like you need to win. And and Rooney even said that he said that, you know, we're, we're getting impatient here. Right. So if you're getting impatient, you gotta, you gotta make moves. You gotta make some decisions, like be, like
0: be willing to say, okay, we're going to give you, we're going to give you the top wide receiver coach money in the, in the game.
1: Yes. We
0: need to change this. We need
1: to change it. And we think that you could do that. that's where they can step up. Front office wise. No, there's no doubt about it.